Hi, I'm Pastor Neil. Welcome to the Pastor's Table. Today, we're going to start talking about faith for healing. I am so excited about this because it's something that's touched my life personally. So I want you to go get a paper, your pen, maybe some popcorn, a nice cup of coffee. Settle in because you're going to learn, you're going to grow, and you're, you're, you're going to be strengthened because you're going to hear testimonies today. Amen? Have fun. Well, hi there. How many of you have ever struggled in the area of healing and how to trust God or believe God for it? Probably just a few of you. Yeah. These are some things we'd like to talk about. We're trying to talk about things that will be pertinent to your life, that will help you grow, and, and to, to also let you know that we understand, and God understands, that there are struggles. But there are ways through, and you can find the Holy Ghost, and you can get help, and you can be healed, and mm -hmm. faith can come. Mm -hmm. And it's not really that complicated. I think so often we've complicated so many things with God, it has made it almost impossible to move forward sometimes. Mm -hmm. We are believing that you'll come to the place where faith is just that normal activity in your life. That's what God intended. Amen. That faith is normal. Yeah. We're going to live that way. Yeah. Live by faith. Walk by faith. What does that mean or look like in your household? Well, we hope this helps you find that path. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. And here we go today. <laughs> Amen. Um, you know, I'd, I'll start with uh, my bit of my testimony. of um, I was diagnosed uh, oh, almost six, six or seven years ago now um, with multiple sclerosis. And uh, there were doctors and um, therapists telling me that basically I wasn't going to be able to use my hands or my legs and I wasn't going to be able to walk. I was going to have some problems walking and, and doing things that I normally do every day. And so I lived with that for a number of years, had to take shots and take a lot of medication mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And, you know, as, um, as I got to... Uh, as I got to know God better back in 2013, I just, there was something that started to come up on the inside of me that, you know what? It'd be nice if I didn't have to take these shots anymore. Mm. And, and so, and it wasn't like I was praying, praying for healing in my life. I was just, there was just like, yeah, you know what? It's just, I don't want to really be taking these shots every other day and having to stick myself. It's, it's a very interesting experience when you have to stick yourself with a needle every other day. It's like you're inflicting pain on yourself. Um, I'm sure diabetics feel that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so I just—I didn't think much about it. I was just spending time developing my relationship with God, and this unction just kept coming up on the inside of me. And and one one day I went to see—I would see my uh, MS uh, doctor about every six months. Um, and she said, you know what, I think we need to, you don't need to be taking those shots anymore. And I'm like, oh, praise God, that's awesome. And it's something that, like I said, had come up on the inside of me. And um, there was a couple of other medications that I was on as well. And, and so I was just continuing on and believing. At this time, I was getting to get a better understanding of what healing and, and wholeness in God meant and, and stuff like that. I'm like, Lord, you know, it would be great if I just, I would never be on any of these meds anymore and then um, each time I would go back 
I would, there would be a change where I wouldn't have to be taking the meds anymore and, and to the point where I, I wasn't taking any medication anymore. I was still seeing the doctor until the last time I saw her, uh, she said, you know what, you're normal. <laughs> you have no MS in your body anymore. You have no symptoms of it. You have nothing, nothing of it hallelujah. at all. And hallelujah. Any, anymore. And, you know, it, faith rose from within me from that relationship that I have with him. Mm -hmm. it, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was an amazing experience that, uh, you know, it did, we were talking before we started taping this morning about how that you know you can have some people that have the 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 word of God perfectly speaking it out, and not there's nothing happening in their life, and there's other people that just you know they come up to you and they say, oh, I'm going to be healed the next time you see me, no scripture in their in their mouth or anything like that, but they're healed, and that's because of the faith that's on the inside of them, the understanding that they have of God, the understanding of his promises, um, the understanding of him mm -hmm. and his heart towards us mm -hmm. is really, I think, if, well, for me, it was, that was the basis of, of what, what healed me and, and made me whole. Amen. Amen. Faith has a real substance. Mm -hmm. And often we find that the path to get to the place where you have substance of faith in your life I think that's where we've overcomplicated things because we've tried to build faith through all kinds of exercises or memorizing scripture or uh, making a lot of confessions. Not that those things are wrong uh, because faith does come by hearing. So if you can hear the confessions that you're making, faith will come. Mm -hmm. But faith isn't the confession, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're, when you're, you're telling your story there, your testimony, it was reminding me of a situation, I've, I've talked about it once or twice before, where um, one of my boys was, uh, was ill, and we couldn't figure out what was wrong because he didn't, it, wasn't, it didn't seem to be like a cold or, or flu or anything like that, but after every time he would eat something, he would have to throw up. And we thought, okay, well, maybe there's something that he's eating that's not right. Like maybe he's having an allergic reaction to something. And so we're trying to figure this out. And so was, within the first couple of days, I mean, I was a little slow to pull the trigger when it came to faith. I was just like, okay, well, let's just kind of see how this goes. And he'll get over it. He'll, he'll be fine. But about, you know, day three, and this is still happening, and it's specific to just after he eats. I was thinking, no, there's, there's something not right here. And so it took a little bit, but I finally got into a place where, okay, I'm going to believe God for his healing. So I prayed for him and was in my mind, I was standing in faith. Mm. And it was such a, a struggle mentally, mm. right? Every, the that, mental struggle, right? That's and I, I'm just thinking, no, I'm in faith. No, mm. I'm believing God. And just trying mentally to grab a hold of the, tr the reality of the verses that I knew. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trying to grab a hold. Of, they know this is real and I, I got answers and, and just trying to grab a hold of that mentally. And that struggle would continue. And it would, it would come and it would go. And I wasn't seeing any change, you know, day four, day five, still not seeing any change. And I'm thinking, you know, well, this should turn around. And then it would seem to turn around. He'd be okay for most of the day. And then he'd have something at dinner. And then there we go again. Mm -hmm. And... I was holding out in faith, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Holding out, believing that this situation 
will change. And so I was, that's the place that I was standing from. And I was having such a, a struggle mentally with that, but it would, I'd overcome it for a little while and then everything would seem to be okay. And then it'd come right back again. And there I am struggling to believe that God has healed him. And so it was going back and forth for a little while. And it, it got to a place really where I realized <clears throat> if I don't take him to the doctor, um, I'm no longer a good parent. You know mm. what I mean? You have that, as a parent, you have that sort of line where it's like, I, I better I better take him to the doctor now because I'm no longer am I being a, a good parent if I keep holding out like this and there's no visible change in circumstances. And so, you know, I took him to the doctor's office. And I can tell you this, as soon as I had made the decision I'm going to do that, I felt like I failed. Mm. I failed. That's mm. what I felt like. Here I am trying to believe and, uh, you know, I... I thought there was something that was going to happen. I haven't seen it. I, I guess I just failed. I think and a lot of people feel that way. Absolutely. And so that's that was what was foremost in my mind. And so, you know, I basically, I was moping on my way to the doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> moping, you know, dragging my lip, you know, that expression, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm thinking, uh, yeah, my faith just is not strong enough to get something from my kid. Mm. And that was really bothering me. Mm. I get into the doctor's office and we sit down and, you know, it was a big waiting room. Well, not a big room. There's lots of people in the waiting room. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're waiting there. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, you know, and I'm talking to the Lord as, you know, Lord, I'm just basically apologizing, saying, I'm sorry that I didn't, wasn't strong enough in faith to see this through. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I just sense this relief, this comfort and relief come up on the inside of me. Mm -hmm. And with it came, along with it came joy. Mm -hmm. And it just lit the whole situation lifted off of my shoulders. And it's one of those contrary things. It, it, it's awkward because your head is like, why are you at peace about this? Your head is thinking, why are you joyful about the, mm -hmm. being in the doctor's office? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it didn't make sense as to why I would be, I'd have peace and joy and feel comforted by the Lord. It didn't, it didn't make any sense. I Here I am, I'm wallowing in my... I failed, I'm wallowing in that, and yet there's this peace and this joy. And the whole pressure of the situation lifted right off of my shoulders. Mm. So we went in and, you know, they ran some tests and this and that, and this was over the course of the weekend. And so, uh, you know, we get back home. This was like, a, I believe it was a Friday. We get back home, and then I noticed from that point forward, after getting back from the doctor's office, he had no more symptoms mm. wow. at all. God. He had no more symptoms from that point forward. And the test came back and they said, well, we can't seem to find anything. We really don't know what was going on at all. Mm. You know, and it, they kind of sometimes, yeah, well, they kind of leave it out there. Like, you did what you did and by coming to see us and we ran our test and we can't find anything, we leave it alone now. They don't necessarily pursue it. Mm -hmm. And we didn't need to pursue it any further because from that point forward, he was perfectly fine. No more throwing up. And you know what that did for me? It threw my head for a loop. <laughs> because I'm thinking, I, 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 and I understand it better now than I did then. But mm -hmm. I'm thinking, what was that, God? Like, here I am doing all the things I know to do in being in faith. And it got no results. And as soon as I seem to give up, all of a sudden the miracle happens. Yeah. The healing takes place. Yeah. It really just kind of, mm -hmm. you know, threw me for a loop. Mm -hmm. But it was so helpful to me because it really 
dis drew that line in the sand for me between my effort to believe the things I'm relying on, mm -hmm. the you know, my understanding of the situation versus really and truly from my heart trusting in him, relying on him, putting mm -hmm. the situation in his hands. Mm -hmm. And in some respect, when I got to the doctor's office, that's really what was in my heart. God, I can't do anything more about this. You're just going to have to fix it. Mm -hmm. I just trust you with it. I'm putting it over it. I'm leaving it with you because I can't, I can't seem to mm -hmm. get this done. But that was the position of my heart that was absolutely necessary mm -hmm. in order to see that miracle take place. Mm -hmm. I think that's what was going on with Abraham. That's why he went and tried to have an, a baby and make the, mm -hmm. the covenant come across, you know, yeah. make, make it happen. Yeah. Well, maybe it's this way. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> this seems like a good idea. Yeah. Why did you read that out of Amplified? Oh, yes, in, in Amplified in verse uh, 18. Let's Romans see. 4. Uh, Romans 4. Let's see. Romans 4. Um, let's start in 17. Yeah. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He appointed our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. Mm -hmm. In whom he believed. Right. Who gives life and death and speaks uh, of the non-existence things that he has the foretold pro and promise as if they were already, if they already existed. Mm -hmm. Speaks yeah. as if they already existed. Mm -hmm. For Adam, uh, for, excuse me, Abraham, uh, human reason for ho hope being gone, hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations mm -hmm. as he had been promised. So not hoping that he would become a father, mm. but hoping in the hope that he could. And mm -hmm. hoping in the faith of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hoping in God. Mm -hmm. And what God promised and what he would do. Mm -hmm. So that the numberless shall be your descendants be your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered the utter impotence of his own body, which was as good as dead because he was about a hundred years old. Or of Sarah's uh, barrenness, the barrenness of Sarah's dead and wound. I just love that, how the Bible puts it in terms that we all know what happened. We all know how we, what he did with Hagar. <laughs> we all know. We, we all, all know. know. That Sarah was like, you know what? Here, I got this lady here. You can have, <laughs> have, have a child. Yeah, with her. Yeah. But in the Bible, it doesn't ever bring it up. Isn't that awesome? God never brings up. Any perceived failures, yeah. any obvious failures that mm -hmm. anyone can see or the mm -hmm. ones that you can't even see, any of those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But believed in faith mm -hmm. and hoped in faith, yeah. hoped in God that it would happen, that it would come to pass. And it's like our testimonies. We yeah. don't have to share them. He's not going to tell, mm -hmm. like, he's not going to tell your past. And yeah. unless you had told us mm -hmm. about that situation and how you felt in the doctor's office, we wouldn't know and God mm -hmm. wouldn't require mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But we share those things to help you because there's strength and testimony. You might have felt those same ways and, mm -hmm. and you might have felt stuck. And what am I going to do? Or maybe I'm just a failure because I didn't believe God right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure that Abraham had those kind of feelings. He was human. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he wasn't God. And so sometimes we look at people in the Bible and we think, well, look at them. They, he is the father of many nations. Look at the seed. We can see it today. There's a result. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it was because of God, not mm -hmm. because of Abraham. He just had to trust in God, not in the faith, but in God and his word. Because mm -hmm. he keeps it. That's where hope's all about that. Yeah. Hope's all about mm -hmm. God keeping his word. Amen. That's right.
That's right. I think we should talk about that, those three little words there in Mm -hmm. verse 18 where it says, hoped in faith. Mm -hmm. That hope that we're talking about is not hope of this world where it's a wish, a um, maybe this might happen, it would be great if this could happen sort of idea. That's that's the the understanding of the world for hope. But hope in the Bible, when you actually look up the Greek of this word that's translated into hope in the Bible, it means confident expectation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Abraham here had a confident expectation in the faith that he had in, in God that God was going to do what he said he would do. Mm-hmm. Even He didn't look at his natural um, surroundings, his natural body. He didn't look at that and base his decision on that. Mm-hmm. He decided to look at God. Mm-hmm. and had confident expectation that God would do what he said he would do. And not only that, mm-hmm. that this confidence uh, got him his child that he had so wanted. Mm-hmm. And this was like you have things that you like, you have deep, deep desires and things mm-hmm. that you want to come to pass. Yes. But not only that, righteousness mm-hmm. was given unto him because of that. Yeah. So, and that whole salvation package that healing is just a very small part of. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I've had to believe and, and things don't look well, I felt empty mm-hmm. and yeah. thought that there's nothing left. And there was a barrenness that I'm sure that they felt. Right. There was a place of, you know, do I have enough faith? How am I going to get here? And I think we approach it that way. How can I get more faith? And so then we try all these methods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And we're trying to fill the empty spot. I'm doing what what I think I should be doing, like you yeah, said. Yeah. And yeah. we get in that path where we're trying to fill a hole that God never asked us to. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Mm-hmm. And in fact, only He can fill it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. realizing that's not easy either. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so some admission of truth there. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. How many times we as pastors, you know, you know, I want I want to fix things. I see people hurting and. There's not a person sitting here today that wants to see you hurting or Mm. wants to see each other hurting. Mm -hmm. We're sharing these things because we love people and we Mm want to see and we know every one of us here has a story. Every one of us has had that place of of pushing through when you felt like it's over, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I should just walk away now. Mm. But that's the devil tries to get you to doubt what God put in there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. I think one of the greatest things that ever helped me in all of that when I felt empty was from Galatians. And it's one that we we often quote, well, I do anyway, um, from Galatians 2. And it says, and I I like to, I'm crucified with Christ. I felt that death place, (laughs) but I know I didn't get crucified on a cross. But there's days when you feel so empty or the devil's beat you up bad. Mm -hmm. But that's not what death, dying to self, is not about the devil beating you up. Mm-hmm. This is the place where you surrender to the truth of the Word of God mm-hmm. more than your own will. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live here in my body, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and mm-hmm. gave himself. So mm-hmm. if I run out <laughs> or feel empty, I'm not even trying to live on my own faith. Yeah. I'm trying to, I, I've got Jesus in me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get to live on his faith. Yeah. And I don't think he lacks. <laughs> no, <Nope>, no. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I think he's very full. <laughs> I think in this discussion, we kind of, we, we come right down to some very basic things mm-hmm. that often we, we skip over 
when we're looking to, to grow in faith. We skip over some of those basics. Because what we're talking about is that place where you realize, I don't have it in me in myself at yes, all. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. have it in me. And from that place going, but God does, mm -hmm. and he'll help me. Yeah, yeah. That's right? right. Even like the, the father with the epileptic boy, mm -hmm. Lord, help my unbelief. Right. Yes, right? I believe. I believe help, yeah. help my unbelief. Uh -huh. yeah. Even yeah. being conflicted like that didn't prevent Jesus from healing the son. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? He had some faith. He mm -hmm. had a place. Mm -hmm. And I think often we try to be strong and we try to do what we know to do, mm -hmm. thinking that we're in faith by doing that. And that can sometimes just get in the way. Yeah. But you're not empty. No. You can be empty in yourself, but not be empty. Yeah. You can be in a place where I have nothing in myself, but I have him mm -hmm. and he won't let me down. And now you're right at that very first point of real faith in God. Mm -hmm. Amen. And he can cause that seed to grow. That's that yeah. mustard seed that grows. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. that, honest, that honest position about where you truly are yeah. and being honest with God about that. Mm -hmm. Amen. So folks, you're never empty. Amen. God bless you.